Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, we're on, what is this, episode 27? Episode 27, season 2, episode 1, technically. Right, I guess. But we're just counting, you know, individual episodes. We're not doing, you know, true seasons. Right. Like, I don't don't like doing seasons because then you don't get, like, big numbers, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, because... Because, yeah, we'll, we'll hit the 100th episode, you know, in a few years. And so we'll have to we'll have to just, you know, that way people can climb their way up. It's like, there's 100 episodes of this show. Let's 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 check it out. It's like, oh, wow, they've done an episode, 100 episodes of this show. <laughs> yeah, we'll be impressed. We yeah, just keep going. Yeah, we're just we're just doing it. We're just going to do it. All right. So. Um, let's see here. This is coming out on the 28th of January, 2019. Yeah. And, uh, I, um, was looking at my, uh, my Facebook memories thing. And for the first time, the, the Media Monday post came up and I was like, it has been a year. Nice. Now I'm going to get those all over the place in my... Yeah, every well, almost every week. Yeah. All right. Um. So let's let's jump into things here with the. Uh, we're gonna look at the fantasy movie. League. How come every time we do the fantasy movie league, like I'm having a crappy week every time? We're I know. About it. I, I know. If we would have recorded last week, I was having a horrible week. Like I, I went from like first place down to third place overall and i was like in fifth place for the week and this week i'm ranked number one and i'm number two overall so i i really don't know i i I obviously have my off weeks and my on weeks i am last for the week it is terrible yeah i uh i just eschewed all of glass and i went straight for upside and a couple other things in there to fill up my bracket. Um, so, but apparently, win. glass was the the highest thing for the week. I went all for in on the the kid who would be king. Oh, yeah, that that was a mistake. Yeah, we almost went and saw it this weekend. I I, I don't know if your two tickets would have counted much. I know, no, probably not. Yeah. It it strikes me as being an okay movie, but I see this as being something they rent or they even show at school, like right before winter break. You know, you know that kind of movie. Yeah, I suppose I should have looked at it and and, and saw because it's, it's from the same people who did Night at the Museum and Percy Jackson, like the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I suppose I, I should have mean... looked at those and saw what kind of box office numbers those did. Yeah, and Night at the Museum actually didn't do bad. I feel like Night at the Museum did really well after, like, I think he got some talk up, is what. Yeah, it it might have, but I I don't know if, like, the kid who would be king, I don't know if that would, I don't think it's going to gain too much more ground. Maybe not. Yeah. And it looks like Becca went in for that, too, and then a lot of Serenity. Yeah, I wasn't going to touch Serenity. Oh, yeah, yeah, Serenity, because they pushed it back, and they've actually not advertised it at all the past few weeks. Um, yeah, 
but the 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 number one thing, the perfect thing was let's see, it was glass. Let's see, will it show this? No, it's not going to show me. Um, let's see, I think it was glass and then a bunch of upside downs. Upside downs? You mean the upside? Yeah, upside down. And then, no, like the number one was Green Book, was the the best performing. Yeah, it was best performing because so, of its it, Oscar buzz. It was like, no, it was Glass and and then Upside, and then like a bunch of Green Book was the. It was the perfect. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and I didn't think Green Book was going to do much, even though with all the Oscar buzz. So I just mm-hmm. I discounted that. Yeah, my my Beck and I both think that like once something is piratable, then people aren't gonna continue aren't going to be continuing to watch it in the theaters. Yeah, the I think the only uh, exception to that rule technically would be if um, it does get Oscar buzz or some right. sort of a nomination or something, and it's still in theaters. People are going to be like, I want to be able to say I saw that in theater. Right. And you'll get like a resurgence. Yeah, that's why I picked like Bohemian Rhapsody last week. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a safe bet. So, yeah, um, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about next week once we get to the yeah, upcoming movies. Upcoming movies. Yeah, um, and you can always join our Fantasy Movie League. Uh, the name of the league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino with a capital G, E, lowercase, E-N-O. Yep, I believe that's right. <laughs> which, we've been saying, which we've been saying incorrectly, I think, the entire time. A couple of people figured it out. Yeah, yeah, at least, at least two or three people. <laughs> All right. Um, let's jump into the news. I guess the the big thing is that Netflix is increasing their price to twelve ninety nine. They are, and apparently this is their largest price hike since the uh, the creation of Netflix. So, you know, that's a thing. Well, yeah, they went from like nine ninety nine to ten ninety nine, and then ten ninety nine, twelve ninety nine. It's like almost twenty percent. Yeah, I think it was like twenty two percent or something. Like people are outraged by that. And- I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, they gave us Bird Box, and they're coming out with some good stuff. Yeah, like, people will pay it. Like, there have been a lot of things coming up in my feeds of, like, um, like for an example, I read one thing. It was like, IO is just begging you to cancel your Netflix subscription. It's so bad. Okay. And I've not seen IO, so I can't comment on that since. But honestly, I mean, that's just one of those things. I'm sure there's a few people out there that like that. Saw right. it, that enjoyed it. There, there are know. a number of bad things on Netflix as well. So there are, there are, there are plenty of things, and there's things that like a lot of people really enjoy that I don't. But quite frankly, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep going with Netflix. It's the biggest bang for my buck, I think. What you, what you really got to do is you got to watch that new show. I can't remember what's, what's her name, and and then and then you look at your Netflix and you go for twelve ninety nine a month. Does this spark joy in my life? That's right, uh, Marie Kondo and tidying up. Yes. Yeah, we actually watch that a lot. That is that is something I could put on my I've seen thing. Uh, we watch it with our kids, and it actually encourages them to clean. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, I went out and I cleaned my garage. I did my kimono. <laughs> 
And yeah, I just uh, also there's certain parts of the show where it's like you're Japanese, you don't actually have a garage, right? <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You have a storage place that you call your garage, but you don't actually have a garage. It's just it's just very different. But it's a good show. It's uh, it, it 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 hits that uh, like that hoarder's scratch of like seeing people you know incomplete awfulness but these people don't necessarily have the psychological issues they're just people who have a lot of clutter right and they, they probably don't have like dead animals underneath it and stuff like that as well you don't get and down the few, to the, the bottom and you're all like this, this dead mouse sparking yeah, you're not, my life <laughs> yeah you're not uh you're not uh you're not bringing things out of the house in shovels you know mm-hmm. um but you know i i'm sure these hoarders would actually be like no that cat does spark joy in my life yeah Anyway, uh, let's move on here. Um, related to Netflix, uh, so Roma got an Oscar nomination. It did, yeah. And uh, so AMC and Regal are doing their uh, like their Oscar showcase, where they're they're doing all of the Oscar movies in theaters. Uh, but they're they're refusing to play Roma. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of a thing with like Netflix. I'm sure there's a lot of conflict. Yeah, like just because it's streamable. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. If I owned a movie theater and there was something that was um, that was available that you could watch at your home for something you're probably already paying for, I don't know if I'd waste a screen for that either. Right. And the amount of money that they have to spend into it, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would love to see it at a big on a big screen, um, but I think those people have already seen it as well. Right. Yes, that's probably true. Uh, 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 speaking of speaking of you know Oscars and Oscar buzz, uh, Aquaman is the highest grossing DC film of all time. I don't know about Oscar buzz for that. <laughs> But you don't think it was Oscar worthy? Oh. I guess we'll, no, we'll no, probably was... talk about that later since you finally saw we, it. We will, we will. But apparently, it is the highest-grossing DC film of all time, bringing in one point oh nine billion dollars, uh, and it just barely surpassed Dark Knight, who, who brought in one point oh eight billion, which at its time was the highest-grossing comic book film of all time. Okay. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I don't, so I that don't really that's con, like in my mind, those Batman movies aren't really comic book movies. Like, no, it's just like it's just Aquaman based upon. Does. I mean, it's like it's the in the sense Batman that like, is. yeah, the new Batman definitely is. Um, it's just that like back a long time ago, when the only comic book movies were Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they Spider-Man. they went off and they did their own thing. Spider-Man. Well, no, this even predates that. This predates all of that. You know, I'm talking, you know, Michael Keaton and Christopher Reeves. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, that's the only kind of comic book movies, and they weren't following the comic books. They were just inspired by the comic books. Yeah. And so now that we have, you know, a lot more people in the game and everything, it is impressive that Dark Knight was the highest grossing at its time. Um, but yeah, Aquaman, I just, I mean, I, I know why a lot of people went to go see it. But I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's better than Dark Knight in any way, shape, or form. I think if you also account for like inflation and everything, right. you know, there's no way that it beats out Dark Knight. 
I mean, if, if you if you include inflation, the highest grossing film of all time that can never be surpassed is Gone with the Wind. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things. It was in theaters for like three years. Everybody went and saw it. Everybody went and saw it. And um, it, it's one of those things that like if you if you increase for inflation, the amount of price for like a movie ticket in today's market, it's it brought in like nine billion dollars or something like that. It's <laughs> it's like it's like an egregious amount of money, the amount of money it brought in. And there's no way any film will ever actually surpass that unless, of course, it costs like a billion dollars to see a movie at some point. If we get to like that, you know, whole right. Russian level of costing one million dollars for a, a loaf of bread. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like if you include inflation and everything, like actual ticket sales, there's no way to actually compete with that. And I don't think, I think more people probably saw Dark Knight than they actually saw, uh, Aquaman. So, you know, take, you know, box office grossing and records being broken currently with always a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So. Apparently, there's going to be a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, I heard that Kevin Smith was uh, trying to shop this around and trying to do something with it. Because I don't think I think that um, the Jason Muse, I think that he is uh, wanting to do it, but I don't think he's capable of doing the role anymore. Okay, I don't know, uh, but we'll see because it has secured distribution. It has, and he was. Uh, we talked about it last time. Uh, Kevin Smith was trying to shop around. Um, you said Mallrats Two, right? Mallrats uh, Two, or a television series, or something. And both Netflix and Hulu had turned it down. Net- Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, everything had turned it down. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, Jane Silent Bob has more pull than Mallrats. I mean, I They're agree with that. To... Mulrats, Mulrats is a cult following, while Jane and Silent Bob are just, you know, it, it's just a comedy movie that's not great, but it's just a comedy movie. Right. I don't know. I feel like there's a lack of good comedy movies right now. I mean, I think it definitely has gone towards, like, action. See, action movies are filling that niche. They're, they're, they're comedy-esque. Like, if you take, like, Deadpool or Ant-Man or even, you know, parts of, like, Avengers and right. all this kinds of stuff, you're, you're having a lot of comedy within them. And it used to be that wasn't necessarily the case. I mean, it was that way in the 80s, but, like, the 90s and the 2000s, like, think of, like, the original or the, the uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil. Like, I'm sure if you rewatch that now, like, there's just maybe probably two or three jokes. Right. As opposed to having like comedy moments and comedy characters, yeah, like people are too serious, and so you get these things where you know they're trying to fit a bunch of different roles all at once. Um, let's see here. You got a note here that 1984 pushed back to summer of 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman's uh, sequel, 1984 has been pushed back okay. seven months to the summer of 2020. I thought you were saying like the year 1984 had been pushed to 2020. It was. Time travel has been is possible, but you can only move an entire year at a time. And so they're testing it out with 1984. 
So we're going to have a lot of cocaine. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I'm glad it's coming in 2020. And we can. Yeah. We'll we can... have good hindsight. Yes. Uh, All right. Yeah, we're going to be, be very, very hypercritical about everything happening that year. <laughs> uh, my favorite joke right now is what, what are you doing next year? I don't know. I don't have 2020 vision. Yet. 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 All right. So, shall we jump into some new releases? Yeah, sure. So, uh, Netflix has uh, a few uh, like comedy specials coming out. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, the fluffy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's really funny. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's got one coming called One Show Fits All. Uh, Ray Romano has one, which we haven't heard anything from him in a while. Like, This is what Netflix is doing is they're pulling up all these – these old comedy actors and yeah, they're, what they're doing and, is what they're doing is like asking their dads, "Well, what kind of comedians did you like back in the day?" And they're all like, "Well, let's see if we can get them on the cheap." Right. This is all. This is all dad programming. I remember I, I when I was in high school, I read a Ray Romano book. And, yeah, um, Ray Romano is funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, like the thing that, that stuck with me from that was like uh, he was talking about how um, like the the number of people you've slept with is important to people for some reason. And he's like, he doesn't share his number, but he's like, but I'll tell you, it's exactly uh, equal to the number of times I've been pooped on by a bird. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, since then, I'm like, I've never been pooped on by a bird. And so, like, now, now I have this phobia of that happening. Yeah. So, like, I always make sure I close my sunroof before I pull up under a tree. Or Well, I, I had one who shat in through the crack in my window. What? <laughs> like, I'm driving down, and I have, like, you know, a little bit of air coming through. Uh-huh. So my window's, my window's cracked. And then all of a sudden, something hits my arm, and I look up, and it's like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I look up to the window, and there's part of it like it like splattered in through the window. So you're not even safe. You you you're just <laughs> anywhere outdoors. It's possible, Gino. It can happen. People say it's good luck, but really, those people need to burn in hell. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that that state of um, special is called right here around the corner. And then uh, in February, there's Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History. Yeah. So I guess Kevin Hart's so doing a new thing. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's going to be, uh, if it's just a comedy special and that's what he's naming it, or if it's going to be like Jay, uh, uh, John Leguizamo's special. Right. I didn't watch John it actually, things, it? It, it was good. It was good. I mean, it's actually like he's trying to teach the history of uh, – uh, Latin Americans. Okay. And he's doing it in a very com- uh, comedy-filled way. He's telling a story about his life and all that. You know, it's it's very like freak-like, like his one-man performances, as opposed to a sta- like a like a, a stand-up special. It's not stand-up. It's it's a performance. Okay. Um, while yeah, Kevin Hart is like very much a stand-up comedian. He is though. And I can see this just being the title of his show. You know. Yeah, what I, what I want to see is Eddie Izzard's Guide to European History. 
Yeah, I'd actually like that. I think that'd be good <laughs> from, from the perspective of a transvestite. Yes. I think that's what we all need in life. Um, and then uh, they also have a show coming called Russian Doll. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's there's a girl that they describe as a never-ending party, but it it ends with her dying, and then she she like wakes back up into the party, the beginning of the party. It's like Groundhog's Day. Well, I mean, um, they're coming out with a movie about that, like Happy Death Day to You, right? So, so obviously, like you know, the Groundhog's Day itch has not been scratched. So people yeah. really need that. And there was also that Tom Cruise movie. They're getting a sequel to that. Like it was like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. But they they retitled it. Did you know they retitled it? Did they? They did because they had Edge of Tomorrow, and the tagline was "Live, Die, Repeat." But on the DVD boxes, it was actually bigger than the title. Like, it was more noticeable, Live, Die, Repeat. And so people were like, oh, have you seen that movie, Live, Die, Repeat? Okay. And so on the Blu-ray release, they actually retitled it Live, Die, Repeat. Like, if you go on IMDb and type in Live, Die, Repeat, it comes up with that movie. And there's, they're coming out with a sequel to it, which is Live, Die, Repeat, Repeat. Or again, or something like that. It's, it's a sequel to it. Okay. So they're they're completely cutting out the edge of tomorrow thing. That's interesting. But yeah, that's the that's the whole time travel you have to die groundhog's day but like in an action. Right, version. yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with this. I like these kind of time travel things where they don't take it too seriously where you're not thinking like why are they time traveling? You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I like these kind of movies, so I'm I'm cool with this happening. You know, it's gr- and the thing is, you could always say, okay, it's Groundhog's Day, but it's during a war. It's Groundhog's Day, but it's a slasher film. It's Groundhog's Day, but it's a drunken party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You can change the scenery on that any way you want, and still, and everyone's still. I, I, yeah. Is. Was this ever done before Groundhog's Day? I mean, there were there were a couple time travel things, um, not in the sense of like dying and repeating. I don't think. I think that's probably the first. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. If you were out there listening and you are aware of something, please contact us at Media Monday Show at gmail Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. You're moving on to Amazon. Amazon has a couple shows coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah. They're all uh, BBC produced. Um, so uh, there's the ABC Murders, which is a Agatha Christie thing. Okay. Uh, and it's got John Malkovich and Rupert Grint. Okay, that's interesting. Malkovich has been doing a lot of stuff lately. He either needs a lot of money or he's dying. Yeah. And then... Uh, there's a show called White Dragon. Um, it's about a professor investigating his wife's death. Uh, it's like a mystery death in Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, I guess he gets like a phone call like the night that she dies and he hears like a gunshot in the back of the, uh, at the end of the call and assumes she's been murdered. But then they're all like, there's no gunshot wound in your wife. And so he's investigating Mm. all that. And yeah. I bet you I bet you she shot a man and his arm fell off. 
And so he's going to be searching for a one-armed man, and he's going to be convicted for her murder. And then Tommy Lee Jones is going to chase after him. He's going to be like, I didn't <laughs> kill my wife. And he's going to be like, I don't care. Nice. Any anytime, because instead of a professor, he's you know he he's also a doctor. He's got his doctorate. <laughs> so he's all and oh, his last name is Kimball. So he's Doctor Kimball, and he's 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 investigating his wife's murder. Like anytime, anytime, there's like somebody investigating independently their spouse's murder. I always just go back to the fugitive. It's just every yeah. single time. There's there's nothing you can do about it. I always find parallels. All right, so that's Amazon over the next couple weeks. Uh, Hulu has a new episode of Into the Dark called Down, uh, and it's Valentine's Day related. Um, well, you remember me talking about this, like how they do like a holiday. Yeah, yeah, and I've, I've not. Yeah, I've, it's I've a, not... it's like a horror thriller thing, so it's not uh, really yeah. something that we would watch probably, but yeah. Like, if they do it enough and there's enough buzz about it, I might think about picking it up, but I don't feel, I don't feel compelled. And it's, it's not, like, it's anthology, so it's, um, you could watch, like, a single episode, like, Black Mirror style. Yeah, it's Black, it's Black Mirror, but it's horror, right? Yeah, and it's, and it's holiday related. Okay. So there's, like, a Thanksgiving episode and a Christmas episode and a Halloween episode and a... Well, and a New Year's episode, there has to be, right? Yep, and a New Year's episode, and a... And then they're going to have a Groundhog's Day, or I guess Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Yep. Why not Groundhog's Day? We were just talking about this. Right. There's so much <laughs> you can do with it. Um, they should have a guy who dies and keeps waking up. Um, and, I don't know, March, they'll do a madness, March Madness? I don't know. St. Patrick's I Day. I mean, St. Patrick's Day, yes, but I mean... <laughs> I don't know, but uh, April Fool's Flag Day one. Flag Day one, yeah. If they do it for enough years, they'll start scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> okay, they're going to do Siblings Day. <laughs> All right, so there's also a new show called uh, Pin Fifteen coming. Um, P- yeah, Pin Fifteen. Yep, Pin Fifteen. All right, this does not translate very well. I think you know when you're talking. <laughs> you know when you're talking. Uh, so in, in, in your mind's eye, write out P E N one five, and I, I'm sure I'm sure it's all about that, right? Yes, it's all wheat speak. Okay. No. Uh, so this this show is produced by uh, the Lonely Island, and okay, um, it has to do with uh, like seventh graders. Okay, so that's fitting. Uh, and two of them are played by fully grown adults, and the rest well, are thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. Is it going to be the the two other guys? Because the Lonely Island is Andy Samberg and the two other guys, right? Yes, it's the two other guys. I think. Okay, so it's really Andy Samberg is just giving his friends more work. Uh, actually, let's see here. Maybe not the other uh, guys. Did you enjoy the, uh, what was it, Superstar? Yes, I did. See, I like that all right, but I didn't love it. And so I'm kind of worried. 
I don't know if they, uh, I don't know if it's my type of comedy, I guess. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, I might check this out. It's it's not the two guys, because it's, uh, they're girls. Okay. Oh, is it guys playing girls? Because that'd be also, you know. <laughs> I'm so all this... for cross uh, let's see here. It's uh, Maya Erskine and uh, Anna Congle. Um, okay. They're they're not really known for anything else. Okay. Like nothing that I've really seen. That's so, fair. Um, but they're playing like themselves in the year two thousand. And then, uh, and then they're surrounded by other thirteen-year-olds. So uh, it should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see a lot of jokes based on that. All right, so some traditional TV stuff. Everything I wrote down is on CBS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they're doing a Super Bowl greatest commercials thing. Yeah, so that that could be kind of cool. I mean, that's why a lot of people, I think, tune in anyway. Right. And, like, I'd kind of like to watch through and, and some, like, nostalgia from, like, when I was younger. And yeah, sure. The yeah, there, there, there have been a lot of good commercials from the Super Bowl. And then... Um, Wait, are we, are we allowed to say Super Bowl? Or are we going to get sued? Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. Superb no, but like, what Isn't it like people have to call it the big game? Yes, the big game. The big game. So there's the big game greatest commercials. Don't we have to say that? I I think when you're referring to other TV shows, you're allowed to refer to. Like it's in the title of the TV show. If this episode never comes out, or if we get you know a cease and desist or (laughs) something, we're 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 going to dub this in a very interesting way. Uh, and then um, the actual Super Bowl happens on Sunday. Is it on Sunday? I thought it was on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I completely remember it always being on Tuesdays. Always on Tuesdays, yes. And we all take the day off and... Yeah, yeah, it's like the Sabbath, but, you know, on Tuesday. There's uh, this um, Japanese steakhouse that Beck and I recently realized exists. Um, uh, what's it called? It's over by... It's off of Harding. Uh, like behind like KFC there. Uh, uh, is it like Koi or something like that? No, it's like Mikado. Shogun. I think. Don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, they are closed on like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Which yeah. I thought was interesting. That makes sense. That makes sense. Everybody's got to have their limits. Now, I wonder if they do that because they don't want they they want to have the day off to spend with their people, or if they don't get that much business. Or... I mean, or or it could be that they're going to have a party with their family at that restaurant. You know? oh, I guess that's true too. Like it's like they're going to have a big Super Bowl party, and they don't want people crashing it. You know? Yeah. 
Because I'm sorry, if I had a restaurant, I would close it on holidays and just have it as, it's like, well, what do you mean I can't come in? And it's like, hey, this is a private function. This is my family. We're closed, yep. you know? I'm using all of my ovens and everything to cook us a big meal. We've got a big TV. We're going to sit and we're going to watch the show. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see here. After the Super Bowl, there's a show called The World's Best. Uh, World's Best like Super Bowls. Super Bowls. They're just going to show back-to-back all of the best Super Bowls of history. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's about superior bowls, like actual, like, uh, yes. like, you know, containers for like soup and other things that you use bowls for, I don't know, jello. What do common people eat out of bowls? It's, <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all gold. It's all gold flaked cereal for me. I don't, I don't know right. what you common folk use bowls for. Gold flake cereal and champagne. And champagne. That's it. That's right. I mean, how do you drink your gold flake cereal? <laughs> Something that came out of an animal? No, sir. Yeah, you got to be vegan like uh, Jay Z and Beyonce, and and not do milk. No. You have to do champagne. I, I specifically, even if it is a vegan dish, I actually have to go beat an animal while I prepare it. Just so animal cruelty was involved within my, you know, soy, uh, soy lattes. Like, like I, I go to a Starbucks and I just start beating a dog while they make my sandwich, my uh, my drink. I was gonna say you could take it out on the, the the barista. I, no, they're not animals. They're not humans. Baristas are merely there as a conveyance of coffee. <laughs> but uh, this world's best show. Uh, is like a America's Got Talent sort of thing, except like they've got like four judges that then send up winners to like a panel of like fifty people, fifty groups from around the world that then okay. then vote on the best. I don't know. And then uh, the following Sunday we got the Grammys. If you're interested in that. I'm really not, but you know, it's all good. Uh, yeah, My I think it's so far off it, the pulse. And there were like two people in the like listing of like artists that were going to perform that I knew who they were. So, yeah, yeah, I just I, I'm so far removed from the music world that it's it's kind of pathetic. Yeah. Um I like, didn't I, used I'm to not, be, but now I am. I, and it's not like the sense of like back in my day we had real music. It's like no, no, no. I, our music was shit. I acknowledge that, um, but it's it, it really is just like I just don't listen to a lot of pop or anything along those lines nowadays. Right, makes me feel old. Yeah, I filled out a survey today, and I had to uh, I I had to put myself in the thirty five to forty four age range. <laughs> yes, and after that, it's just death, right? Right, <laughs> like it's forty four to death. Yeah, so yeah, I, I felt really old doing that. Um, let's see here. That's it as far as like TV series goes. We're going to move on to some movies. Okay. Um, there's High Flying Bird is a streaming movie on Netflix coming out in two weeks. Um, it's uh, directed by Soderbergh. Okay. 
and uh, it's about a sports agent with an NBA client uh, during a labor dispute that shuts down the league. Um, I don't know. It's not. Uh, there's not really a whole bunch of people in it that I know or anything, so it's probably not going to be that big of a thing. It's no bird box. It's no bird box, yeah. But what is what might be bird box is a velvet buzzsaw, which is coming out next week, and will also be released in the theaters. And it has uh, John Malkovich again. Yeah, because he needs money or he's dying. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Because he needs money or he's dying. And Tony Collette. Um, And it's it's a satirical thriller set in L.A.'s contemporary art scene. And like watching the trailer, it it looks kind of cool. Uh, but it, it does look like a, a thriller kind of. Yeah, I didn't like uh, the Nightcrawler, which was the last Jake Gyllenhaal and Dan Gilroy movie. Right. Um, it's just not my kind of thing. Like it was about you know sensational news and the twenty four hour news cycle and all that, and it just it just uh, it wasn't my subject matter. And I mean, this seems like okay. Art. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. And is what is the streaming on? Is this also Netflix? Yes, this is Netflix. Okay, so I mean, but Netflix they come out with good stuff. I don't know. I might check it out. Yeah, I've got to wait until the buzz on this though. I am interested to see if. Uh, okay, so that's that's streaming movies for the next two weeks. Um, so Velvet Buzzsaw is also going to be in the theaters on the first. Mm-hmm. And uh, in putting together my list of movies that are going to be in theaters, we we kind of were scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for things that are going to be in theaters. Yeah, I'm completely unaware of this, but also, um, I don't know. I think the beginning of February is usually kind of a dead month. It's the it's right. the things that weren't good enough to be in January, you know? Right. Like, things start getting good towards the end of February. Like, Valentine's Day is when things... Pick up. Yeah, yeah, you'll have you'll have your date night movies and a couple action movies or something, and usually like a horror movie because you know if you get them scared they'll put out. Right. That's I don't know. I've never tried that. I was going to say that's never worked for me, but no, I don't. I don't do real. I don't. Really well, do how often do you get scared in the theater, Gino? Uh, I've I've never tried it. So. Well, do you think if you were scared in the theater with a date, do you think you would put out? Uh, I'm on a date, so I'd probably put out it anyway. That's that has nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying, in this hypothetical universe where you go on a date with, let's say, some guy, some guy, and you're watching a horror movie and you get scared and you spill your popcorn, and he's all like, Hey, you can have mine, and he has it in his lap. And you reach in there, and then you reach in there. You will take the popcorn to the balls, right? Balls yeah. eat popcorn. Yes. Okay, so I'm just saying that proves my that proves the the point. If if you were scared, you go balls deep on popcorn. I suppose. All right. Uh, so movies that are coming out that week. There's a Miss Bala, which is a remake of a Mexican movie uh, about okay. a um, like a model who witnesses. 
some murder or something and has to work for a crime boss because of it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, there's a movie called Arctic, which is about um, a couple that gets uh, they crash their plane in the Arctic and they they're trying to survive and get help and things. Yeah. Which I just none of those really jump out to me. Is I mean, I like uh, I like survival movies. Uh, th- those are pretty good. I don't know if I necessarily would go see this one in the theater. Yeah. Um. So. I just, I just don't know. I think for this week, uh, I think just things that'll. I think for fantasy movie league, a lot of things are just going to carry over. Yeah. I think Glass might be a good bet. Um, Oscar toss ups. We'll, I'm interested you know, to see where Velvet Buzzsaw ends in uh, fantasy movie league, like how much they price it for, and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the only issue with that is that, like, there's plenty of people who rather go see the movie will just right watch uh, it at home. Watch it at home. I mean, um, I would not be surprised if, let's say, like the kid who would be king is going to make more money than, than that. Buzzsaw, yeah. Um. When it comes to new releases, I just I just really think like you know something even from like last week like Glass, is probably going to do better. Um, maybe, yeah, I, I have no idea what to pick going into it because I I don't feel like there's I mean, that much yeah stuff uh, upside. Good that are, yeah, upside will probably be a good bet. Um, maybe yeah, I just yeah. Outside I don't know, something glass, with Oscar I think will probably Buzz be too big. That... I mean, Oscar Buzz will, will carry something a long way, but if it's been in theaters for over a month now, like, the people who wanted to see it more than likely already went and saw it. Right. I mean, the list is already out, so therefore it's just, it's. I mean, people who were going to go see these movies would have seen them in this last week, you know? I guess that's true. I mean, that only carries you so far. I mean, you'll still get a few stragglers. You're going to have some people going for the Green Book, um, and a couple going to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Although Bohemian Rhapsody that came out on I was, DVD been out for a while, yeah, it's out on for a while. Uh, so, I mean, people are going to Redbox that. Yeah. Um, so the Green Book will will get a few things upside down because it's got Oscar. It'll be next year's Oscar buzz, you know. Maybe so. So I'm just I'm just saying that you know, it's one of those things. Uh yeah. So I don't know. Fantasy movie for the next week's gonna suck. <laughs> it is. It is. It's gonna be a lot of nickeling and diming. Um, I I think it's one of those things where the it, it's probably gonna be a close week for our little group. Um, and it's gonna come down to like a few thousand dollars probably. You know. Uh yeah, let's see here. Um, the uh, following the, week on the eighth, we've got yeah, uh, What Men Want. Yeah, which is a spinoff, remake, reboot of What Women Want. Yeah. Which is uh, this one's about a black woman who can suddenly wake up and hear what men are thinking. Yeah, and she works in like the sports world. Yeah, she's a newscaster or something like that, right? 
I I'm not sure. I've not watched the trailer. I'm just aware of it. I think she's. I think just like the, like what women want. I I think they're both in marketing. But yeah, like she's got to market sports while he had to market like women's products. Okay, that that might make sense. But this is obviously gearing up for uh, Valentine's Day. This is trying to keep yeah. catch those people who it's like, oh, I don't want to go out and see a movie or eat on Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, it's going to be so awful. Let's just go see a movie this week. And it's like, well, you know, what's a good movie? Well, you know, we can see the movie about a guy who drives a snowplow. Uh, we can watch a horror movie or the Lego movie. But I don't want to put up with all those kids because, oh, you know what? There's a rom-com. And it's about a sassy black woman who can hear men's thoughts. Oh, okay, yeah, go, let's go see that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what this is. That's also why it's a horror movie. Uh, the one that I'm referring to is The Prodigy. Mm-hmm. And it's about a creepy kid. So it's just, it's literally just, it's a date night movie. And um, it's it's going to be competing with, you know, I think for that week, probably Lego Movie 2 will be the one to go for. I think that that'll have the biggest thing. I think a lot of kids will go see that. Um... And then there's the Liam Neeson movie, Cold Pursuit, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I think if you just watch The Grey and Taken back-to-back, you'll get the exact same vibe. Yeah, follows a snowplow driver who sets out to get revenge on the gangsters who killed his son. Yeah, I, I think I think he's doing the same movie repeatedly. I mean, he just all he does now is dad movies. He yes. does dad flicks. Dad revenge. Yeah, it's that's all it is. It's what it is is a story about a badass dad who his children or his family are in danger in some way, shape, or form, and he's going to use his unique set of skills. Snowplowing in this case. Yeah, I think there's like a subplot of him used to be like a an assassin, or he used to be in the mob, or something. Which qualifies him to, you know, go out and kill a bunch of people. Like he's part of witness protection or something, you know. I, th- I think there's, I think there's something like that. But even if not, this is a dad doing what he can for his family, and um, there's nothing wrong with those kinds of. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of like Equalizer, Jack Reacher. Um, I mean, even in part, like A Quiet Place. It's a dad movie, you know. Yeah. And um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that this is all that uh, this is all that he's doing. You know, this is the only movie he's doing nowadays. <laughs> and you go where the money is. It's just that I think if you've seen any of his other stuff, you've seen this movie. There's not going to be any big surprises, right? Um, um, and Lego Movie Two. Are you excited for that at all? I'm not. I didn't love Lego Batman. Yeah. Well, it's not Lego Batman. It's Lego Movie 2. I like the original Lego Movie. Uh, Yes. No, I love the original Lego Movie, but I don't think that we're going to get the original Lego Movie. We're going to get... You can get get Lego Batman as being the sequel to that because it was, you know, the same crew and even the same voice talent and same writers... And it just didn't have the same 
they they weren't making as much fun of themselves. And I think this will suffer from that in part. And also the sequel can relax a little bit more because they know that all the kids that went and saw Lego movie are going to go see this. Yeah. They're a little bit older, but not too old. And they know their parents are going to take them to see it. Uh, it's 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 a it's a sold movie, you know. Yep. It's it's going to be the one that I think makes the most money. But also, I think the following week it's going to drop off big. Yeah. Because the people who are going to see it, word of mouth is going to get out, and it might. I mean, if word of mouth gets out that it's a fantastic movie, that it's really good, that it rivals the first one, then this one will have staying power for a few weeks. I uh, no, it won't. Stephane. It'll it'll last like two weeks, and then How to Train Your Dragon is just going to stomp it into the ground. Uh, yeah, no, I I agree with that. Like this has to be a phenomenal movie in order for it to compete against that. But I and think, I just don't think that it is. Yeah. I like it just in the kids it space strikes, it's good for two weeks. Yes. It, it'll it'll cover the market for two weeks. Um but the thing is is that like watching the trailer, I just get this feeling that those are a lot of the best jokes and they're not that great. Okay. And so yeah, I don't I don't have high hopes, but I'm definitely going with this as my number one for that week for sure. Yeah. What if it's what if it's broken up into days? Ooh, I'm going to go with Saturday or Friday, Saturday. And kids' movies, technically, they do go see, like, you know, uh, they go see it on Saturdays and Sundays. But I think a lot of parents are going to take their kids out on the Friday night, and you'll get the stragglers that come over Saturday morning. So Friday and Saturday are the two best days. Saturday would probably be the best day. Okay. If it's broken up into three days. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, shall we move on to what we're watching? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been watching a lot of stand-up and a fair amount of stuff. So I've got like twice the amount of stuff that Gino has this week. I've been watching um, videos about HTML and CSS and JavaScript and things. Riveting of, stuff. Yes. Have, have you been watching uh, The Net with Sandra Bullock and Hackers with people? <laughs> Uh, and with people. with people, I mean, all these people went on to have great, great, great careers, but you know, like all the people in there, are just people. Uh, yes, those are very informative videos. I'm watching those movies to prepare for a new career. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, that's what you need to do. You need to psych yourself up. <laughs> and they're so informative. Uh, yeah, jump into some things. What have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of stand-up stuff. Uh, Sarah came across the list, and it listed the best stand-up of 2018. And so we've been watching a lot of that. Uh, I, I watched one episode of The Stand-Ups, which is a television Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, Apina Nanchera. Nanchera. Uh, she's, she's an Indian girl, or Central Asian girl, at least. And she was all, she's very much starting out, and she had some funny jokes. But she doesn't own the room. She doesn't control the room as well as a lot of comedians. Okay. Um, I watched Nanette, which was a stand-up special by Hannah Gadsby. And it's a, it's a movie. Like, it's movie length. Um, and I don't, think I'd, I, I don't think I'd consider that stand-up. Because at one point, she, uh, 
she starts talking about deeper things into her and it's it's a good thing to watch it's just it kills all of the funny if you're going in to, for like funny laughs okay uh she very much just uh she uh but she she is an excellent comedian she controls the room and the energy and she her punchline timing is fantastic it's just not laughed throughout okay um, another one that I've been watch uh, that we watched was Hard Knock Wife, which is the sequel stand-up special for Ali Wong. Um, and you've probably seen like the 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 image. It's like her with nunchucks, and she's got a big pregnant belly. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Um, she's uh, she's she's really funny. She's really funny. It's got a lot of good jokes. Um, I watched. Uh, that's also Netflix. I watched uh, Rape Jokes. By Cameron Esposito, and that's actually on her website. Uh, so if you actually just search Cameron Esposito, C A M E R O N E S P O S I T O, it's on her website and it's free. You can just watch it, and it was funny and um, it's it was interesting. Um, at, at one point, like we started watching these things, and I was like, "Are all of these like you know, lesbian stand-up comedians?" And Sarah's like, no. And like the next one was Tig Notaro, her stand-up special. <laughs> Happy to be here. And I was like, they are all lesbians. Except uh, Ali Wong is not a lesbian. But still, it's like, they're all like, you know, minorities. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, special groups. And and so we were watching that. Cameron Esposito is really funny. Uh, I uh, We also watched just last night uh, Chris Rock's Tambourine. Okay. And I think I think you watched that a while ago, didn't you? No. Okay. I think that his stuff is a bit outdated. Okay. I think he was doing the jokes that he would have done in like the 90s. Like he has not changed much. It's things that necessarily haven't evolved with the time. Are they also, like black people be like white people be like like they used to be? Kind of. It's just that see, he's been going through these things apparently with his with his life where he got divorced, and so he's like, men be like and women be like. Okay. But also, he wants to be relatable. But he's talking about how he bought another mansion around the corner from his wife, so he could be close to his family. Okay. And how he went on a trip to Jamaica, and he was making jokes about that and poverty, and just like it's like things where it's like he's so far disconnected from what he used to be. Yeah. I don't know necessarily who he's making these jokes for. There were a few funny things, but in general, uh, it's not aged well. I think if you like Chris Rock, probably just go see one of his older specials. Yeah. One of his HBO specials. Um, but yeah, and so that's all of the the, the stand-up comedy specials. Uh, I, I highly recommend Ali Wong's Hard Knock Wife and uh, Cameron Esposito Rape Jokes. Okay. Um, let's see here. I haven't watched any movies, so let's let's knock out some movies you've seen. Okay, sure. Um, I wanted to watch a movie called Little Nemo and the Adventures of Slumberland. I got a hold of it uh, because I remember watching it as a kid, and just I remember parts of it being really good. And it is a horrible, horrible movie. It is not good <laughs> at all. Apparently, it was the very first Japanimation movie to come to the United States. It had a, a wide release in the United States. 
And so that's its big, big claim to fame. And it looks a lot like the Studio Ghibli movies, you know, like Spirited Away, um, okay. um, Howl's Moving Castle, um, all, all those movies. It looks a lot like that. But the plot is just not good at all. Uh, the actors are not good at all. At no point do I like, come to an understanding of like why anything is actually happening. And it's one of those things like, is it lost in translation? And it's just, it, I, I, as I was watching, it, got 20 minutes into the movie and I was like, oh yeah, my kids are never going to watch this. But I kept watching it. I watched it all the way through just to get to the end. And it's just, it just suddenly ends too. Like there's just this moment, there's just this moment where it's supposed to be the big climax and you're, you think that there's like going to be more movie and it's just like, Oh no, this is the big bad guy and he's going to defeat it. Yep. And he defeated it and that's the end. (laughs) So it is just, it is just horrible. It is, it is one of those things that I'm surprised they haven't remade it. Um, but, but yeah, so I watched that. Yeah, seriously, it's going to be a Netflix live action thing. Um, another one I saw Aquaman uh, this last week. Yeah, and uh, so it was not good. Like, there's a lot of plot holes. A lot of plot holes. <laughs> like, there's one point where uh, you've seen it, right? Yes. And this was in the trailer, so I don't think this is technically spoilers. But he's running through an Italian village, and he gets shot, and he's hanging on to the roof. And, like, he's, you know, hanging on, and he's about to fall. But we literally saw a scene earlier where they jumped out of an airplane without parachute. Right. And and fell, you know, let's say 500 feet, 1,000 feet, something like that. And you're telling me that he got shot, and he's grabbing onto the edge of this roof so he can stay on top of the roof, and he's afraid of a 30-foot fall. Right. Why? Good point. <laughs> Why? You know, it's just one of those things that it's just like that. It just it didn't make any sense. Like, why is he? Why is he fighting to stay on this roof? For and tension. Yes, for for artificial <laughs> tension for a person who literally is capable of taking you know bullet shots. Like it's it's it would be another thing. Like if there was lava down there or something, <laughs> you know. Like, some reason why I can't fall this 30 feet even though I just went face first into the desert without a parachute jumping from a plane. And it's just stuff like that. And um, I don't know. Like, there at, at no point did I feel as though there was any kind of tension where he might not win. Right. And there's a lot of other scenes, but that one is just one thing that we th- I think I could talk about. And if you haven't seen it, it was in the trailers, both of these scenes. And uh, it just it just completely like took me out of it. And I don't know. Also, like they're 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 swimming around in these vehicles in the water, like through Atlantis, and they're like you know special spaceships. They can swim faster than that. They don't seem to have any fatigue from it. Why are they riding in ships? <laughs> and there's one part where they're taking a boat, like a literal actual boat. And it's just to set up this boat scene where they're on the boat. 
But it's like, why are they in a boat? Why didn't they just fly right. out there if they can just get in an airplane and jump out? Oh, or why no, didn't they the, just swim? The boat was because uh, one of them was unconscious. I can't he remember. Was, yeah, he, yeah, he got injured. And she had to heal him up. Also, how did she know how to drive a boat? Right. Let alone steal a boat. Like, it's just, it's just things like that. And there's also this one scene towards the end of the movie where people are dying left and right. And she comes up to him and she's all like, you need to go. You need to fight. You need to win. Other people, uh, thousands of people are dying. You can end all of this. And they stop and they have this conversation and they have like a kiss. And it's seriously like 40 seconds. It's like, oh, well, I guess all those people that died during that moment you had weren't that important. <laughs> Way to rush. It's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things that it's, if you start to think about it, the movie as a whole don't, doesn't actually play out well. How do you feel it's, about the end where like he, he jumps up out of the water and is all like, I am Aquaman as the, the ending scene? Uh, no, I am the Aquaman. That was that was just Zack Snyder holdover. It's like, oh, we have to have the comic book single of him, right. you know, being in that. And obviously, like, no, he is Arthur, King of Atlantis. He's not Aquaman. At no point does he actually refer to himself as Aquaman. Right. Aquaman is not a good name. <laughs> You know, all of the other characters have a really good reason for their, like, villain names or their special names. He does not. It is just something that, like, people are calling him. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something else. Uh, you saw Bohemian Rhapsody? What did you think of it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was really good. The music yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely was good. Uh, but uh, what's-his-face? Um, Ray, Ramey? Ray, yeah. Ram? Uh, Rami Malik. Yeah, Malik Malik. Uh, he did a really good job. He really did a good job. I enjoyed him a lot. Um, I, I thought his teeth were a bit distracting. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, they mentioned it a couple of times and everything, but I, I thought that, you know, it looked okay for uh, the actual Freddie Mercury in the sense that he was born with that, but you can just tell that that was like a prosthetic that he's just talking around. Right. And so that was a little difficult. Um, and apparently, like the his singing, it was it was it was him singing. But they also kind of interlaced it with the actual Freddie Mercury and the person who currently tours with the band. Okay. So it's like a it's an amalgamation of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like when it comes to like you know the story and everything, it's a it's a powerful tale and very interesting and. Um, they kind of paint him to be a bit more of a villain, which, you know, it's like history is written by the survivors. Right. Kind of a thing. Um, so I, I don't know if, like, it, it's like one of those things that you can take as, like, a true biopic. Like, this is not historians saying this. This is his surviving bandmates and his ex-wife. Yeah. You know? Um, but all in all, it's, like, I think it's deserving of all of the Oscar buzz that it's got going on right now. Uh, it's one of those ones that I'm kind of upset that I didn't uh, see in theaters when I had a chance. Yeah. Uh, but Sarah and I both, we, we sat there and then we actually watched, you know, like we went online and we found the Live Aid, We Are the World. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a song that gets stuck in your head real easy. We yes. are the world. We are the people. Um, but we watched that, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess it makes sense that Queen wasn't in that because they were a last-minute ad. And, uh, and I'm sure you could substantiate this, but there's one scene where, like, Live Aid, they're not getting any money, and then all of a sudden Queen comes on, and all the donations start coming in. And I was also thinking, it's like, oh, they're trying to put one million pounds into Africa. Like, that's their goal. Like, one million dollars mm-hmm. of aid. And I was like, if each one of these bands contributed just, like, 5% of whatever their right. tour made, they would make, you know, 10 times that amount. Like, Michael Jackson, Cindy Lauper, uh, Bruce Springsteen, um, uh, Bob Dylan, you know, all the big names. Everybody you can think of that was big in the 80s was at this thing. The Who, uh, the Stones, you know, all of these people. And, yeah, and so it's one of those things of just, like, it's just, I, I, I get it. It was, it was good. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Check out the movie. All right. So, uh, TV shows. Um, it doesn't look like we have that much of an overlap. Uh, uh, I completed Steven Universe. Yes. Uh, I'm halfway through the second season. Okay. Are you liking the second season better? Um, yes. Um, like I said, I've been watching a lot of other things, so I haven't been watching things. Like, I've watched, like, when I say I watched it these last two weeks, I watched, like, three episodes. Yeah, which which equates to 30 minutes of time. Um, But yeah, I completed Steven Universe, um, which they had, you know, Rose Quartz, the heart of the Crystal Gems. It was like a mini special or something like that. And it felt very series finale, but apparently uh, Cartoon Network, when asked if this was the series finale, they said no. There's a lot more to come, and okay. Netflix announced that they're they're actually Netflix is doing the they're they're joining up with Cartoon Network for season six. Interesting. So it's going to be available on Netflix, and it's going to get its live airing on Cartoon Network. Hmm. Okay. So. So yeah, so that's good, and the thing is, it's a big universe. They they still have a lot, but like at the very end. Like, all the characters had, like, a redesign, you know, so you can come out with new action figures and and everything. But it just, it, it comes to, like, a very conclusive, they can end the series on this note. And I think that this would have been fine. You know, it seemed rushed, but it seemed fine. Gotcha. Um, but it's it was good. It was good. The um, Season five is de- definitely the most story-driven season. Okay. Is it the best um, season? I don't know if it's the best season. I think season two and season three might be the best seasons. But if you enjoy up to that point, you're going to be hooked and you're going to want to come to a conclusion. Okay. Um, I've watched a fair amount of Bob's Burgers. I'm like halfway through season three. Mm-hmm. Um, How are you I'm feeling com- about it now? Well, I'm going to come up with my top five or top ten best and top five or top ten worst episodes <laughs> and and i added a tina episode to my my bests so i have a tina oh, episode you? which one's that that is my best it is um it is the high school news thing i can't remember the actual title of it oh the the mad pooper 
The Mad Pooper, yes. Um, that so far has been my favorite Tina episode, hands down. Which also, I want to tell you, because I hate you a lot, but because I've decided to come out with my top favorite and top worst list, after I'm done watching the series, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch all of it again. <laughs> and there's going to be plenty of times where I want to start an episode and immediately like just drop out yeah, of yeah. it. I'm not going to put up with any of that middle shit. I'm going to watch the things that I consider are the absolute worst and the absolute best. And there have been, uh, in season three, there have been a few good episodes. And I think the reason why I think that is they, they, they pulled back on the reins of Linda a lot. Like, there are episodes where she is more centric. Yeah. Um, but she is not as in-your-face as she is and abrasive as she is in the first season. Um, and... I also I've I've come to uh, the realization why I in general don't like this. Um, Bob is the voice of reason. He's the one that like always says like what should actually be done. He's the right. only reasonable character, and of course all of the angst and story and everything happens when people go against what he said or ignore what he said, or where he gets himself in trouble because he doesn't listen to his own advice. Yeah, um, but. I think I'm, that's why I don't like it is because like he will literally tell them what to do. As an example, the episode where um, where he lets Tina drive the car. Okay. It's like one. Why the hell didn't you just grab the steering wheel? Right. And two, just the way Tina acts in that entire episode just drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> just tell her to go away, and none of them ever listen to him because. That entire episode wouldn't have happened if he would have just like even with the crash that could have happened, sure. But if he would have just told her go to your room or go to the back of the thing and shut the fuck up, right? If she would have done that, then the entire episode doesn't happen. And I but understand like, the entire episode doesn't happen. I I don't know. Like there's so many episodes that are based on Tina needing to be honest. No, I um, no, I get that. I. That's like I the first that. one. If you remove any conflict from any movie or television series, you don't have a movie or a television series. Right. You, you, you need that. I get that. I'm saying that's why I don't like it. Okay. It's just the way that they all behave and treat uh, Bob. And he's okay. guilty of it, too, and of himself. But it's just like sometimes you have to listen to an adult, and quite frankly, Linda is not an adult. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Have you watched any more Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, yeah, we're uh we're a few episodes into season five. Okay. The, we're we're catching up. We'll we'll catch up to current one at some point. Before this season, the new season is over, we'll probably be catching up. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we're, we're steadily watching it. Every, every few days, we'll watch like two or three episodes. So we're watching more than an episode a week, so no matter what, we'll eventually catch up. How about uh, The Good Place? Where are you at on that? Uh, the last episode, actually, we saw was the, uh, the Janet episodes. So we're an episode or two behind. Yeah, there's been... Three since then? Yeah, because they took a short hiatus, right? 
uh, for yes, the holidays. Like for the holidays, yes. Yeah. Um, they are they are done for the season. Yeah. Uh, which I just don't like. I don't like it that television series do that now. I I don't think mid season breaks should be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. There won't be the viewers over the holiday season though. Although everything everybody just DVRs things and it's all Yeah, no, nobody watches anything live. It's on Hulu, it's on DVR, it's you know, they're going to the actual website and streaming it. I mean this is a very fastidial thing and I don't like how it's doing. Like I don't like that Game of Thrones is like this. Just come out with the whole season. I don't care that you have to wait for winter, just film all of it at once. I, I'd rather like with Rick and Morty, I'd rather have two years in between and just know that it's coming and that I could watch all of it. Then, oh, we're going to give you six episodes here and six episodes there. Maybe. I mean, what they're doing is they're punishing people who are watching it live. I don't know. There are some things that are good to watch week over week. Ah, there's so, fewer and fewer things. Things are being very much designed to be binged now. I guess that's true. And I think The Good Place is fine. Is a very fine bingeable show. It is, yes. And I just, I mean, they're they're just by them taking breaks like this, it's just discouraging people to actually watch the series as it's happening. Like it's it's one of those shows where I I feel as though if I just waited and was always a season behind. I don't think that I'd be upset, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see here. I've been watching The Masked Singer. This is, yeah. this is probably like my favorite show right now. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, like, it's, it's a good hour of fun. And then I go back to watching my other videos. Um, but, uh, it's Beck and I both are all like, okay, so this guy is this height and like, they have these clues and it really sounds like he's like, I don't know, like he's in a boy band or like this person is a talk show host or I don't know. Like, like, do they give you, do they give you things like that? Do they say, oh, this boy band person, this talk show person? Uh, they give you very. They give you a video that has clue, like clue words. Um, okay. That sound like things like, um, like uh, like for this one, it's all like I started out young and then I found solace in a group, and um, or like uh, I don't know, like comments like that like they they have like a a clue video each week okay for each one of them and so like i don't know i wish i wish i were watching this all at once like i, I think they filmed it all at once instead of week over week i i'm sure that's because there's no voting or anything right you don't call in or they no no like the the audience votes on their favorite, and then whoever's the least favorite gets unmasked. Okay, but it's not like uh, um, but it's not American like a, Idol where, no, no. where where the audience at home texts in their their selection or anything right. along those lines, right? No. Yeah, so so I'm sure it was all filmed at once. Yeah. And and 
it'd be nice to see everything that way because it's hard remembering the the clues from like the previous week. Ah, so it's, it is being designed to be binged then. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Okay. But um, I don't know. It's it's, it's pretty fun. Okay. And uh, yeah, like I I keep going to Reddit to like see other people's guesses and things. I was like, oh, that sounds good. And then and then like I'll be watching the episode like, a couple days after it comes out, and I'll I'll type in like the person a person's name to like look up information about them to see if it matches clues, and it'll autofill in like the Google bar the mass Singer. Yeah, I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, see, that's why I don't like to do like when I was watching Lost, I didn't like to read fan theories and listen to podcasts. And I know that became like a big part of that. Mm-hmm. But to me, like there was one time I was having a conversation with somebody and I was like, well, this is what I think. And I was telling something. And it's like and she was like, oh, that's what the podcasts all already talk about. They, they've established that that's that's definitely it. And it's like, yeah, but I came up with it on my own. <laughs> This is my own theory, and I didn't go to, you know, like, I wasn't a theology major and, you know, all this and that. Um, this is just my personal theory. Don't dismiss me because I'm correct. <laughs> and so I, I just, yeah, I, I don't like to be part of that kind of stuff where I look online or something is spoiled. Like, uh, when I was watching The Walking Dead, somebody posted something, and I was like four or five episodes back, and they're like, I can't believe they killed such and such. I was like, motherfucker. Right. And just that entire thing, like, I, I don't know. It just, it makes me, it's like, I would prefer to be like five seasons back. And, it, you know, you'll post something and it'll take me, you know, a year to get up to it. And it's like, oh yeah, I remember such and such talking about that. Like, it just completely discourages me from watching and enjoying. Yeah. But, um, let's see here. Uh, you watched the Grand Tour? I did. I watched uh, the first two episodes, and the first episode starts off in the tent. Yeah, and like I the tent a couple started of times. to watch it, and then I saw it was in the tent, and then they were yeah. all like, we're going to Motor City. And I'm all like, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch my videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the second episode, they're in Columbia, so it's like a special. Okay. And so I don't know if it's going to be nothing but specials from here on out, okay. and they won't go back to the tent again. But, I mean, it doesn't seem that much different than what they've ever done the entire time the Grand Tour has been a thing. I mean, they're not actually touring themselves in the sense the tent's not moving, but that's been true for, like, the entire last season. Right. Um, But, yeah, it's just – it's the same people. If you like the whole Jeremy Clarkson, uh, James May, and the other guy. The other guy. The short one. I knew it. Uh, Hammond, right? Richard <coughs> Hammond. That's Richard it. Hammond, yeah. Richard Hammond. Um, yeah. If you like them, you're going to like this season. It's fine. It's the same stuff that they've always done. It's just, you know, they actually talk about Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, like the reason why they're in Columbia is because they're getting pictures for Amazon screensavers. <laughs> and so that's, that's their entire thing. Like they're, they're owning that. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else have you watched? Uh, let's see here. Cartoons. You looks like you looked. Uh, you watched uh, Ducktales and She-Ra. 
Yeah, yeah, and I haven't watched them through and through, but I really do enjoy Ducktales. Um, the new one? Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the new series. My kids watched it through and through. They've watched it actually. We finished like we've got current, and then I think they watched the entire series back again through twice. So okay. they've watched it at least two or three times through. Uh, but I've watched a, I've I've caught like a few episodes here and there, and uh, it's really good. I like it a lot. It is it is much different than the the old series. I I have to say that I really like the fact that they have lunch Launchpad McQuack. Anytime they're on their own little journey and they don't need him, he goes off and has his own side journey. And you you hear him mention like, oh, I'm going to go visit an old girlfriend, or something. And then at the very end. Like he's all like battle scarred, wearing a completely different outfit, like just indicating that he's been on like you know, uh, big <laughs> trouble in Little China, or he's had his own adventure, and he'll say something like, "Until we meet again, Yuki," and you know, and they're all like, "Who is Yuki?" And it's like, "Ah, just some old girlfriend," and you know, he just goes back to do his thing. Like <laughs> I like that running gag. I I think that that's that's add an extra level to that character. I think this is a very good update. I I highly recommend this. If you are a fan, I think this is one that you can show your kids. Um, and same thing for the uh, the next thing on my list, which is She-Ra. Uh, I've only watched like the first three episodes, but the girls watched throughout the entire first season. And Sarah, she watched She-Ra back when you know it was a thing back in the eighties and everything. Yeah, and she has she, she has like the original She-Ra dolls and everything, and the kids have been playing with those. Um, and she was talking about like, uh, oh yeah, she was a villain or something, something. Um, and I never really watched She-Ra, but this is a good update. This is a good telling of the story. Uh, the characters seem interesting and it's got a a lot of little jokes here and there and it seems really good. I think Netflix, uh, I think they knocked it out of the park on that one. Nice. All right. So I think that wraps up all that we've been watching, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's everything that I've watched. And we hit the highlights on what I've watched. I, I've watched like nothing. So, yeah. Um. Oh um, yeah, I guess we can wrap this up. Yeah. So, uh, like and favorite us. Uh, uh, give us five stars on whatever platform you might be listening to. Yeah. Us well, on. Uh, if you're listening to us on like iTunes, you give us a five star review on iTunes. It shows up on on things, and we'll. Uh, We'll give you, give you a, a shout, shout out. out. Um, let's see here. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns? Give us an email at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Yeah, and, and join our Media Monday Show League, uh, Fantasy Movie League. Uh, Media Monday Show, password is capital G, lowercase E N O, Gino. And uh, I think that wraps us up for a couple weeks. All right, so we'll see you in two weeks, and bye-bye. Bye.